Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Welcome to Sip, the official first day of summer, if you couldn't tell already over the last month or so with 100 degree heat. It's officially summer now. Yeah, you want to do the weather thing this morning. Well, right. you know what, this, this is the day, if you want to go out for a long hog ride, you can do it. It's the longest day of the year. Is it? Yes. This is the longest day the of the longest year. The longest day of the year. It should wow. be sunny to like 9 and... 15 tonight is or that right? so. Is that right? I think I told you a couple years ago I did golf on this day uh-huh. at Highlands Golf Course. I hit my very last golf shot of the day at 9.45 p.m. Oh. Now, oh. it was dark at that point, <laughs> did really? but I did, did, I really? did play yeah. on the longest day of the summer until exactly 9.45 <laughs> That's super funny, actually. <laughs> I was teeing off. On hole 17 at 9.06 or something, or 9.08. And I could still see. It was beautiful. Darkness came quick after that, but I could still see at 9.08 clearly in my golf ball. All right, well, um, good morning to you. Good morning to Gus. I think Gus is uh, happier today because I don't think he's painting anymore, Gus. Yes, you can tell. Oh, I, I, it's over? You can literally see that he feels better. Oh, you're painting. Oh. oh, he's so he's not feeling better. He may, he's feeling better, but he still is doing the job. Yeah, I'm not going to get the painting too, job too far into his personal situation. He's working a lot. Um, I am working a lot too. Yes, uh, but everything. I am back and also working a yeah, lot already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, I, I really? Just, it, you got your car washed. I was glad to I, see oh, that. Oh yeah, that thing was filthy. Wow. Well, it was parked in Denver for a full week. And I guess it rained, and it was nasty rain out there, apparently. It was just discover- just covered in gross brown spots the whole way through. Yeah. I was going to... Not w- anymore. What if I would have done that thing where I wrote, wash me on it? Would you be upset? I'd be pissed. <laughs> but you know what? I would have I washed them, because I, I washed that car. You know that car is mostly clean. And it's would, would you usually clean. Would you have been pissed? Uh, a little Maybe bothered. a little bit? I would say I haven't had time to, I haven't had time to get to the car wash yet. I'd even <laughs> see my car for eight days, basically. <laughs> Hater. All right. Four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. I got a question. Yeah. What, what's your question? Did you have any trouble yesterday putting together the rundown for our show today? I don't like to put you know tell all the issues of how the hot dogs made here, but well, I mean, was it hard because yeah, it was yeah. a slow news yeah, day? Yeah, it was a terribly slow news day. Yeah. These are the days of June that, as you all know, as sports fans are. A little bleak, unless you like the College World Series, unless, unless you like the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's that's really all that's going on right now. The NBA draft, I guess, is Thursday. So we'll talk to Robin Washington later today about uh, his thoughts on where Bryce McGowan's will end up and 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 more with that. But that's really it that's going on in the he world has, of sports. He has some thoughts on that. I know, I know that. he does. We'll talk to him at 725. The draft is this week. Thursday. Thursday. The NBA draft is two days from right now. Hmm. So get prepared for that. Okay, I will. Um, 
I want to talk a little football, though, because that's what we do in the show once in a while. 402-464-5685. We all know Nebraska was, as everyone said, the greatest 3-9 football team to ever exist last season, mostly because of the fact that they were in a lot of one-score games. Uh, they lost all of those games. They only beat Buffalo, Fordham, and Northwestern last year. Otherwise, they were close losses in every single game after that. They're only one loss that was not by one possession, was by nine to Ohio State. So pretty much one possession. I'm curious to you guys, what is your biggest reason to believe that one-score games can swing in Nebraska's favor this season? Four six four five six eight five. Is there is there one thing? Is it a couple things? What what is the biggest thing that that sip in your eyes makes you believe that the luck will go in their favor I this think, year? I think it's useful to go back and test your memory of what happened last year. And I think that would be informative okay. regarding your question. Please do. Okay, to review close losses. Do you remember what happened? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go from the back, okay. from the last game to the first. Do you remember what happened against Wisconsin late in the game? Do you remember what happened? Do, I'm testing your memory. I was at the game. They had a hold. Nebraska had a holding yes. call. They had. They, they got the ball to the eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska did, and then had a holding penalty that pushed the ball back to the twenty-one, and then three straight incomplete passes yep. set up a fourth down play where Martinez threw towards Xavier Betts. Yep. Looked like he got interfered with no oh, call. He, yeah, he did. No call. But what? The, but the holding penalty hurt him. Yeah, that gets lost. Crucial penalty. Yeah, that gets lost in discussion. It, yep. it took Nebraska from the eleven to the twenty-one. Okay, Killer. holding. Killer holding. Okay, what happened? Uh, nothing major happened against Ohio State, but something major happened against Purdue. That was four interceptions by Adrian. Yes. Okay, so you have a holding against Wisconsin, four interceptions against Purdue. Adrian, Adrian's worst game of the season. Right. It was bad. Okay, Minnesota, pick six in that game. Minnesota, by the way, um, special teams hurt you, missed field goal um, when you got a chance. You had a chance to get to. Oh, I think you had a chance. You had a chance to get to down two um, early in the fourth quarter. Missed a field goal. Just general incompetence. Adrian was hurt. Um, you know, fourth and goal down at the one fourth yard and goal line. Failed to execute. at the one yard line. So offensive line issue. Um, or you might say running back issue. I don't know that he Yan had anywhere to go on that. Okay, Michigan, we all know the problem. Adrian inexplicably allowed the ball to be torn from his grasp. Stripped. Okay, you know the issue there. Yep. A lot of these issues sort of cross over. Okay. Um, Northwestern was no problem. Michigan. Northwestern. Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State. We all know what happened there. It was one of the most – jaw-dropping moments I've seen in my career, okay? In a bad way. Right. Yeah. It, was, it was absolutely one of the most stunning developments in a game in a press box I've ever seen in my life when that punt went the wrong damn side of the field. <laughs> and it was glaring. Like, you just knew, okay, something went horribly it's wrong. not looking right, <laughs> right here. Right, right. Okay, so you know what happened there. Uh, Oklahoma. I mean, just colossal errors. I mean, cataclysmic errors. Extra point you, return for a score. Yeah, you come out, you well, you come out with four flags on the opening drive. That's right. Yeah. An, an incredible act of incompetence, right? Um, acts of incompetence. Rebound though, get it close. But yeah, I thought the games. 
kind of turned on some guy named Fields returned the extra point 100 yards. And so, so instead of being down 14 to 10, yep. um, you're in the second half down 14 to 10, you're down 16 to 9. That sucked. You're down by touchdown now. So crazy, yep. crazy. After a great drive for a touchdown. Yeah, and then what, Illinois was largely defined by just cataclysmic errors, including <laughs> an, an unbelievable act of i never even seen it in a football <laughs> game where a player fielded the football at the one yard line the kickoff went and backwards went backwards and tried to throw it forward <laughs> that was the start of the season <laughs> yeah he fielded at the five you're right they went they, they went, went back. backwards and then tried to so there's a lot of common themes there so to answer your question you know what i'd say there's a there's a few things get your special teams cleaned up cleaned up think about what we said is that is that number one ah it's close everything you mentioned not everything but almost every game you mentioned there was some don't forget ohio state a a short missed field goal there too right killed nebraska after a drive deep into their territory would have made a six-point game right so i'm answering the question by looking at what happened last year that's the smartest thing to do absolutely look what happened last year a lot of it was thank you for mentioning the ohio state missed field goal much of it was special teams related not only special teams, but I would say number one on the list is special teams. And then just just sort of inexplicable penalties. Like the one against Wisconsin really gets lost in the conversation. But it, you had the ball at the 11-yard yes, line. Yes, you did. I remember it oh, vividly. Yeah. They have the ball at the 11. They moved the ball well on them. Right. The whole game they, they moved did. the ball down the field to the 11. Yep. They had the ball at the 11. That's a lot different than the 21. It's a lot different than the 21. It is. I mean, it's a lot easier at the 11, obviously. So, yeah, I mean, clean it up generally, but especially on special teams. And they'll have chances. I was thinking about it last night after I read your rundown. This team is confident. I talked to a bunch of guys yesterday. O'Shawn Mathis, Stephon Wynn, um, Colton Feist, um, some others. Um they feel like they got the guys. They got to get. They have to execute and play sound football. Not not perfect. Doesn't have to be perfect. But sound, sound, like, like, no, no. Well, we didn't even mention what happened against Iowa. That was special teams. Yeah, block punt for a touchdown. There, there is a common thread, pretty that runs through most of those losses last year, and that is cataclysmic special teams errors and just errors in general big ones not everybody's gonna make errors everybody's gonna make errors the Bengals were i mean they had a horrible offensive terrible. line well they're terrible horrible line. offensive line yep. and they and they, they'd have penalties but not it, well usually it wasn't obviously cataclysmic all the time like a guy re- returning an extra point 100 yards uh, you, you, there was times that, that you that just happen? couldn't believe your eyes but that's been the case for the last couple of years though where you, right. you you can't believe your eyes in certain instances saying how was this happening again you know what would be and nice and again and again i keep saying this you know what would be nice you know what would be nice you know what would probably get them seven or eight wins just normal just be normal normalcy will probably but, get but you eight I wins i was normal yeah. Iowa, Iowa is never sexy. They're never sexy, no. ever. Just solid. But they're normal. It's tough, solid. They're not perfect. They don't make a bunch of mistakes. They, they get mistakes. interceptions. Yeah. It, it's, it's not pretty football, but they, they've been winning eight, nine, ten games every year. They make mistakes, but you don't turn on the highlights and see some guy returning an extra point 100 yards against Iowa. Or someone throwing a punt or, or throwing a, <laughs> yeah. a punt return forward out of the end zone. Just 
some normalcy probably gets you seven to eight. And maybe it's not even normal. Maybe it swings the other way. You're like, holy God, they're good on special teams. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. <laughs> Look, they're, they're actually doing something right, right. consistently. Like what, they're making field goals. They're punting the ball in the yeah. right place. Yeah. They're not allowing returns at all. And they're returning it. What, my God, they got a return, man. That's amazing. And don't forget Wisconsin. They did have a kickoff return against them to begin that game yeah, for geez. a touchdown. Thank you. So, more so did we establish a common thread there right out of the gate? Well, we, I think we've been pretty on special teams for a long time and, and the importance of Bill Bush here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he knows that. And, mm-hmm. and that Nebraska needs that unit to be a lot better. Not perfect. You never get perfect. Normal would be wonderful. <laughs> Something where you don't just have to rub your eyes and shake right. your head right. a couple times a game. Yeah, where you don't say you gotta be me, you know. I mean, come on, let's see, let's see normal. Chris is on. So the line. call from Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, Steve Jake. Chris, how are you? Back to back days, which shows me you're jacked up about football. Well, I I am Steve, and and I've got the day off again today. I took the day off, so I'm sitting here in my garage and. Listening right. to you guys and thank you. And uh, now, listen, you guys. Uh, you know what? Your last couple of sentences there. I'm going to have to tell you. You guys need to wake up from that dream. Oh. Because uh, we, you know, uh, let, let's face it, Jake. The way you started this this segment, you said, you know, uh, about the glories of of how close we were in a three and nine season. Now. I want to imagine, Steve Jake, okay. if you would walk in to Nick Saban's office, Kirby Smart's office, Dabo Sweeney's office, Lincoln Riley, and say, Coach, you know, we were close in this 3-9 and nine season. Oh, well, and how, how quick it would take the bouncers to throw you out. Oh, you're <laughs> right. You're exactly right. Chris. No, Chris, you're exactly right. Thank you. Keep going. Well, you know, now, listen, guys, yes, we played some good games last year. You know what? Hey, in the end, it was just our sloppy play, our lack of making plays, some very questionable coaching calls that that cost us these games. And until that stuff gets gets remedied, uh, you know, now, now, hey, now, Steve, they can make no mistake about it. The schedule will help us this year. We've talked about that. But, uh, uh, you know, a snapshot to me, Steve, Jake, of the, la- of the last five to ten years, you know, uh, is the last three Iowa games. Yes. Look at that. Look at last year's Iowa games. Mm-hmm. We're sitting up there on a – what was – for the day after Thanksgiving, a beautiful afternoon for football. It was. Up there. It was. We're in the fourth quarter early now. Yeah. We've got a 15-point lead. Yep, 20, 21 to 6. My God, don't remember. Yes, and and then all of a sudden, you get that punt blocked, and you're just thinking, oh, you knew, no. You knew. You, you knew. Know, here, here it goes. Okay, the year before in Iowa City, where there's, of course, no fans in the stands, okay. we, have, we have a tackle. And this is a block. Adrian Martinez gets sacked. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, I do. But uh, uh, it was towards the end of the game, and, and there was a chance in that game, a slim chance, albeit because the clock was running out on us and we were running out of downs. But then, then you go back to the year before 
uh, in Lincoln on a rainy, miserable night where, uh, like we've talked before, A.J. Epineza, we, we didn't have any anybody in the stadium that could block him. And then, you know, at the end of the game, we, we have a chance with the ball, the game tied, you know, with a couple of minutes left, and some very questionable calls, bringing in a backup quarterback off the bench when he's been sitting there for probably an hour and a half to two hours in that cold and thinking that, you know, coming in cold like that, that you're going to make a play. Well, it didn't happen. And then we end up not covering their tight end. And uh, Laporta, who was a freshman or sophomore then, and, and uh, you know, their, their outstanding kicker, kicks, kicks a field goal from about 50 yards out. So, you know, guys, a lot of this is self-inflicted. Yes, yes Let's it is. Face it. Yes, this it is. is self-inflicted stuff, you know, and it goes from coaching the players not making plays, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. There's Steve Jake. Gosh, there's a there's a lot to remedy here before we get a lot better, and uh, as a program too. You know, it, it's it's just right now we're in a tough spot, and uh, uh, you know we're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out this year. You know, they brought in some good players, but. They did, but still, they've got to they've got to make better calls and got to be coached up better. And the players have to start making some plays, you know. And Steve, Jake, hey, hey you know me, we have to start running the ball, and we have to start stopping these good running backs that we're facing at Wisconsin and Michigan this year. But yep. anyway, hey guys. I'm going to sit back here out in this garage and, and listen to the rest of your show. And, and uh, it's, a, it's a great show. And uh, we've got, but like I said, about two months to go till uh, the season starts. Yeah, yeah, we'll be here every day for you. Thanks every for the day. call, Chris. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll be here every day. Yeah, thank God bless you. Enjoy your day off. Enjoy the beautiful day off. Now, all I could think about when he was talking was, can you – is it really difficult for you to imagine Kirk Ferentz at halftime of that game last season, last November, telling his guys, just keep playing, just keep playing. Wait that, for them that, to make that, the oh, mistake. they're going to make one. Just yeah, get ready. That, that's probably been get, what people, everyone says. Wait for ready. them to make the get, mistake. Get ready. They'll do something. All right. And, and by the way, in our back pocket, we have a pump block on. That they're not going to stop. Get ready for that because we've scouted them and we know what we're doing. And we're going after it at the right time. We'll get it, and then we'll then we'll then we'll make the comeback. Okay, bam. Yeah, it's too predictable. It's too predictable. I know. I know. That's what sucked about that last game. Too you predictable. Couldn't go to a bowl game, but right. you want to at least have something to hang your head on to end that season. It was all and it was right there. Yeah, it was, and it was very predictable how yeah, it ended. All too predictable, Vince. Speaking of for day, yeah, yeah. Ah, Vince in Napa, California. In a good way, in a very good way. God bless you. Good morning, him. Vince. You're on an early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. Vince. How are you? Vince, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Uh, see, well, first of all, hey, Jake, uh, <laughs> glad, to know that, glad to know that you enjoyed your trip to Lake Tahoe and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Um, I've been to both places. In fact, Lake Tahoe is about three hours from me. And uh, let I me tell that. you uh, about let me tell you about Lake Tahoe and Coeur d'Alene. If you don't like those places, you don't like Christmas. <laughs> I, 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 I have to agree. They were just phenomenal. Just a phenomenal uh, two places to go to. All right. I'll keep that in mind come December. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
That's it, yeah. And, and as far as casinos go, I enjoy the here, you know, listening to the list of casinos you go. I mean, I, I haven't been to Reno in quite a long time, but uh, I'm a Silver Legacy guy myself. Okay, I saw that but, one. Uh, Silver Legacy, <laughs> right downtown. But, uh, as, as, far as, the, uh, as far as the conversation at hand is concerned, I mean, in terms of, you know, flipping these close games, I mean, there's no question that uh, special teams is, you know, by far and away number one as far as, how Nebraska's season turned out, and as far as how we've been, you know, certainly uh, how we've been recently. I mean, just, uh, I mean, because we led the world in ways to invent ways to lose games on special teams, but you know, and because when, when you because you need to be able to count on your kicking game because you know your offense. There's going to be times they're not going to come through and score a touchdown when they get in the red zone, but when it comes to the kicking game, I've always felt this. I mean. There should never be a reason to miss an extra point or any field goal under 40 yards. Those those field goals should be – those kicks should be money in the bank. Okay. Um, Anything between 40 and 50, I mean, if you make about, you know, say 50% of those, Mm -hmm. or well, I'll say 75. Okay. You know, 75% – anywhere from two-thirds to 75, that's fine. Anything anything north of 50, that's a bonus. You know, but – and also, and also in the return game, I mean, it's what, like we've talked about, it's such a novel concept to, you know, advance the ball 10 yards. But now that you have a weapon in the return game and Trey Palmer, turn the guy loose. You brought him in here for a reason, you know. And then, of course, and then of course when it comes to covering kicks, I mean, I can go on and on when it comes to special teams. But, um, but also another area where a game can flip, now that we've brought in a couple of pass rushers because, that's something we've lacked, and we've and we've lacked the ability to get off the field when it's say third and eight. Because when it's third and eight, you need that pass rush to get home, and and also and also you need to be able to lean on a conventional running game. I mean, uh, you know, I mean you can't have another year where the quarterback leads the team in rushing, and because that just it just makes for you know just more than anything just makes for a very clunky offense and a very inconsistent offense. But um, but most of all, I mean, <clears throat> but but, but uh, and here's and another thing that stands out too. I mean, I I think it's fair to say that defense was definitely was it was a great last year, no, but it was the best of the three units. But even the defense kind of broke down last year, and I think part of that's because the, when you're constantly getting let down by special teams, and when you're constantly getting let down by your offense, at some point, you're, if you're a defensive player. I mean, not that I can crawl inside their heads, but you're saying to yourself, "Well, gee whiz, we're doing all the heavy lifting, and they're and, and they're you know and they're letting us down." And so eventually that wears on. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, though, mm-hmm. all three units, <laughs> and I mean all three. Oh jeez. Special teams, oh, defense, yeah. offense. Oh boy. From day one, you come out and you fight. Bloody knuckles! <laughs> That's yeah! exactly right. Now you go fight with bloody knuckles today. Just give it, <laughs> have a give day, it Vince. hell, Vince. Thank you for that wake up. I needed that. Have, wake have up. a day, Vince. Yeah, have a day. I needed that, by the way. Thank you. That's a little like that's a that's a, that a little espresso shot yeah. to your morning. That's my that's some americano there. A grande. Uh, that's a grande. Thank you. I want to read this text from Wet Blanket real quick. Four six four five six eight five. Yeah. Says Jake after Chris's call and yesterday's roulette lesson. 
I have never felt better about Nebraska football. Based on the trends, there is no way that Nebraska can actively lose games for a sixth year in a row. Bet red. GPR. Yes, if this was this a roulette game, I would bet on red. That's pretty good. To hit. Because eventually it's got to come it's around. It's black or whatever right. you want to call that. The anti-Nebraska right. yeah. uh, for five straight years. It's got to yeah. hit this year. Yeah, it's got to hit. Yes. That's right, White Blank. You can use roulette lessons for, for how to bet this season. It's got to come around. Um, yeah, football, football, Vince alludes to this ultimate team game and all the, you know, the individual units affect the other one. Yeah, it wears on the defense if, the, if, if they're continually being put in bad spots by either the offense or the special teams. Yeah, it wears them out. Of course it does. I mean the defense the defense did have a good, pretty good year but I it does stand out in your mind what Braylon Allen did a little bit right and what Goodson did late in the Iowa game people forget that Goodson got he sprang free late and set them up for a touchdown remember I I just wonder remember how Goodson much, yeah, breaking I, I, free I do that that defense might have been a little bit broken because of this the punt block yeah. for a touchdown right. say we did We've done so well this entire game. It's twenty-one to six, and we were punting the ball, mm-hmm. and you allow a punt block touchdown. It right. just it just wrecks your spirit. Yeah, man. there's a cumulative impact throughout the season too. I mean, think about the, what the defense did against Michigan State. Uh-huh. Think about what they did. In they that were game. just incredible the entire right. game. Yeah, they shut down Kenneth Walker the third. Nothing. But then you that punt when when you do that that now you know. You know that that angered the troops. It should have, and it there's that creates tension, and that, and that all adds up. I mean, it all has it, it, some of the impact is hard to define, but it's there. I mean, I was riding the elevator with a safety, um, the the Monday after that game with one of their safeties, and to say he was angry would be an understatement. Okay, <laughs> I mean, and I, I got off the elevator and thought that's that's. That's incredibly unfortunate. Well, they, they his, played. His feelings, yeah. though, were real, and I totally understood. They, they should have won the game. They played yeah. extremely well, and they should have won that football game. Yeah. But one horrendous. Yeah, I don't even like to talk about it. Punt. Yeah. I don't. I don't Change the entire impact of, of how that season went. It's one of those things where when somebody brings it up, you just look down. Yeah. It, it, that that happened. Let's yep. not talk about that. It did. Yeah, it's like at the dinner table, just one of those conversations where you just look down. A name's brought up. Let's try to avoid eye contact. Yeah, move on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about something, something else. else. Can we talk can about we, something else? Can we talk something more? Can we talk about something more pleasant, like gas prices? <laughs> oh yeah, that's really, that's really pleasant. That's extremely pleasant. <laughs> it's more pleasant than that thing that happened in Eastland. Oh, here's a here's a text. What's the over under uh, for Nebraska getting another four point touchdown again this year? Oh God, yeah, yeah, no, no. So that went from you were going to be down. What? It, it, it would have been fourteen to ten. Yeah, it went 14 from fourteen to ten. Fourteen to ten to, to six. sixteen to nine. Yeah. So and and there there was a there was a you know there's a mental and emotional element that enters into that play. I remember it vividly. You're like, what? The, Nebraska. Ju- you had to remind yourself that Nebraska just scored a touchdown. They had just scored a, t- a, right. a wonderful drive to score. Yeah. So yeah, and, the, and it was wrecked in seconds. So just to be productive, that's. Your answer, my answer to the question, to your question about what can Nebraska do to reverse 
those close shave losses. It doesn't. It's not a. I don't think it's a Whipple discussion. I think it's more of a Bush discussion, and more of a just a an overall team coaching can, discussion. Can, uh, can, uh, can you get to be somewhat normal? Yeah. Discussion. Yeah. A normal you guys, season. Ask your team. Do you know what normal football looks like? Yeah. Do you, do you remember what that is? Well, just a, think, Here's an example of some normal football. I'll show you some plays. I do. I think normalcy gets you in that seven to eight range. And maybe you swing it so far you get to nine. You know, maybe you're you maybe Trey Palmer is a return demon along the lines of Demorne Pearson L. You know, maybe he got that again. What if he got that again? That would be Incredibly helpful. Where you, where he's flipping fields left and right. Well, you're not actually closing your eyes when there's a punt, but you're actively watching because you're curious how good can this go. Yeah, and what, and maybe and maybe Timmy Bleakroad is is a difference maker. I mean, maybe if you get within thirty, if you get to within you know to the thirty yard line, you your money from there. You know, your money from 47. Wouldn't that be amazing? Money from 47. It's hard to even think about that because it's been so long. But that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Why can't you have a kicker like Iowa always has? Yeah. It's always reliable. Yeah. Long range, well, short can. range. The answer to that question is you can, and maybe they do. We've forgotten that. what that feels like. Well, it'd be nice to know. Yeah. It would be. Uh, more next in the early break of the ticket. I want to talk about Tom Fernelli has two Big Ten teams he thinks are going to drop off this year. And one of those teams, Sip, you like. What team is that next in the early break in the ticket?